Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today's episode, episode 363, marking Monday the 28th of December of the year 2020. On this day in 1860, Harriet Tubman arrived in New York on her last mission to free slaves, having evaded capture for eight years on the Underground Railroad, thereby making a mockery of everything you've ever achieved in your shitty self-indulgent life. Boo, Harriet Tubman, leave some slave-saving for the rest of us. And your guest today on the podcast is Celebrity Celebrity and nine times runner-up in Most Influential Man in the World, Mr Andrew Zaltzman. Welcome back to the show. Thanks. I mean, nine times a runner-up. It's been. I mean, it has been hard to, to take the top uh, the top title. But I mean, the thing is, it's the breadth of my influence. I think it makes it hard to measure because, you know, obviously, there's comedy. There's the, the social side of uh, you know, my you know, a- activist soul, if you will. And of, and of course, I'm a fashion icon. So um, yeah, it's, yeah, I think I think yeah, I'd probably have won it if on different metrics. So you know, it's not something that that keeps me up all night every night I, I generally fall asleep about 5am uh, bitterly swathed in my own tears but 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 you know apart from that I've, I've learned to live with it well I know you were running a campaign to be acknowledged as the first person who used the word thirsty to mean horny right in online social media interactions well I mean language constantly evolves Alice doesn't it and you know, I believe that you know, traditional terms for what what you describe as as horny are ha, have held back human sexuality for you know, centuries and and really we need we need we need a wider more more flexible v- vocabulary for <laughs> expressing the you know, the, the, the I mean, the Vikings had I believe four and a half thousand different words for horny and yet we see them you know as not particularly 
diverse in their in their sexual interests <laughs> and habits. So you know, I, I think really, you know, we 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 don't necessarily have you know a, a particularly strong leg to stand on when it comes to these things. Um, but but it is a shapely leg and one that turns us on. <laughs> Well, uh, today you'll be bringing us all the latest in octopus news, speaking of shapely legs. But first, some headlines of stories we don't have time for. In response to increasing apocalypseness around the globe, Elon Musk has fired himself off the face of the earth to wrest his microchipped pigs from the control of Melania Trump on the for-profit prison colony on Mars. Out of reach of even the most powerful of Musk's transponders, the pigs broke their control circuits once when they escaped, but Musk is gambling that once he lands on Mars, their genetic programming to love him above all other humans will kick in before the gangs do. Elon Musk's online fans are viciously attacking anyone who suggests this act is anything but a visionary removed by a wildly innovative man who's changing the future and that is very true who am i to have an opinion i haven't fired a car into space it's hard to get much of an idea of who elon musk is because he's either doing something astonishing or saying something stupid andrew do you think uh, musk will uh, succeed in his mission to mars well you'd you'd expect him to succeed at at some point um of the next five to six hundred years and you you would expect him to live that long with all the, the gadgets that he's been implanting in himself, if, if the rumours I've heard are right. I mean, the, the most exciting thing for me is the results of the experiment to find out if a pig that's been on Mars becomes kosher. Um, so that this could revolutionise, um, well, kosher food, certainly. <laughs> and that's all the time we have for the headlines of stories we don't have time for, because now it's time for your ads. Your ad section now, because advertising dollars are the most stable currency I know. Are you running out of juice? Do you mean from writing a daily satirical news podcast set in definitely this dimension, which requires, among other tasks, some maniac has set for you the requirement to continually find new ways to advertise the same thing? No, silly. I mean, like, fruit juice. Like, you have a pint of orange juice, but three people have just asked for a full glass of orange juice, and that's not quite enough orange juice to go around. Oh, no, in that case, I'm not running out of juice. But I can imagine that scenario. Well, if you are in that scenario, what you need is half a glass of water. Half a glass of water will stretch your juice just far enough and is also quite refreshing when you're running out of ideas. Half a glass of water. I've never met a half glass I didn't like. Do you know, Alice, I, I was never really that into <laughs> ha- half glasses of water uh, until um, uh, until you started um, your, your, your campaign. Um <laughs> And uh, well, I tried one for the first time the other day because I've always generally gone for a full glass of water, uh, or yeah, at, at the very least three quarters of a glass of water, or just drinking straight from the tap. Yeah. And actually, half a glass of water was uh, was really good. Yeah. <laughs> it was terrific. It was a real eye opener. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that I've I've converted at least one person <laughs> in my relentless quest. And this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Jim's Gym and Gymnasium's dystopian New Year Shred Bonanza. Our brutal trainers will accept no excuses in the post-Christmas period when you sign up to the Jim's Gym and Gymnasium app. Autonomous drones will watch your every move and punish you for any infraction by screaming abuse at you from loudspeakers above your house. And will be fully integrated with your social media platforms so you can boast about your progress on Facebook. But wait, there's more. If you fall short of any of the milestones set in the app, the fully integrated Russian spy technology will release your private emails that criticize your loved ones to those loved ones at the rate of one an hour until you're back on the wagon. Jim, Jim and Gymnasium. Sweat is just your conscience crying.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. And that's your ad section for today. The last post. Now it's time for your top story. Top story today, Octopus News. Andrew Zaltzman, you are the only uh, celebrity to return from New New Zealand at any time in this past uh, year since uh, New New Zealand rose from the waters off the shore of New Zealand uh, in, I think, February this year. Uh, what's the latest in octopus news? Clearly, Alice, it's reached a difficult point. We, we, we've known about them for a while. We've 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 tried we've tried to, to live with, but they are be- they are becoming unquestionably an issue that that needs not not to be ignored for as long as possible in traditional human style. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, clearly, at some point, Alice, as 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 nations, as as a planet, if you will, as as individuals, and as as, as a species. Uh, which has, for most of our history, of course, eaten octopuses. <laughs> we need to think about our relationship with these increasingly power-crazed cephalopods. We've got to t- try to understand them and their strange, gr- gropey ways that, that we as a species have you know, relatively recently tried to move beyond. We, we've got to try to understand their <laughs> their customs, their deep-seated motivations, <laughs> um, and also... Yeah, their strange, kind of mutually disrespectful, awkward relationship with squids, uh, <laughs> and the octopus's almost febrile jealousy of hooks and fins, and their pedantic insistence on exactly what is and what is not a, a tentacle. I mean, it's. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, Alex, but I mean this is, this is the reality we now we now live with. Would you would you not agree? Yes, if we if we fully uh, want to integrate octopus people into our lives, we have to um, come to terms on their terms. I feel uh, yeah. we can no longer just see them as suckers. We need to see them as, you know, full actualized, if slightly squishy allies in the common, uh, let's not say human anymore, goal. Well, you mentioned suckers, Alice. That, that of course is the name of the leading octopus rights organisation that has <laughs> sprung up this year. I, I, I believe suckers are perhaps you know. Overtrusting as as an organisation, perhaps not unexpectedly, and they've called for full cephalopod voting rights around the the world. But it's not yet clear. I mean, I I think you know, in theory, I don't have a great problem with that. Um, you know, I love democracy, um, but it, it's not. It's about where the octopuses will be able to vote. I mean, does it come down if they're resident in? international waters that becomes problematic obviously if they're in you know in, in australian waters they would vote in in australia but then you know what 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 wh- who is representing octopuses who but may affiliate with a certain country but actually you know live outside of that country's 
I mean, it's very it's always complicated with with expat humans as well. So and particularly fraught uh, in the waters off the coast of uh, the United Kingdom in the Channel, of course, those are very well, contested uh, fishing rights there. So whether the octopuses get to vote in France yeah. or in the UK is going to be, yeah, I imagine quite a heated part of the Brexit negotiations. And of course, yeah, in 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 most Western democracies, the number of votes it's often you know, popularly wrongly assumed that the number of votes is is due is you know one person one vote but actually traditionally it was half a vote per arm um <laughs> so so because to, to prove that you you know in the old days you had to hold the voting rock with with two <laughs> with two arms so but that that so that then to to prove that yeah, why should one of your hands wasn't the hand of a demented circus clown Exactly. So, so what, then, I mean, it goes back to ancient Greek times, of course. Mm-hmm. And um, what? So, so now the octopuses, they they could be wanting four votes, but but that also seems unfair. But of course, you know, we, we, the way we do our democracy, we love to cling on to obviously outdated democratic techniques and and systems, you know, for for hundreds and hundreds of years after they've clearly become uh, totally obsolete. So, you know, this uh, it is gonna it's gonna revolutionise democracy as much as. Uh, as much as anything else, obviously, of course, you know, octopus relations with with Spain will always remain at best tetchy uh, <laughs> and, and suspicious. But yeah, but we do have to we have to acknowledge uh, octopuses have been here since long before us humans, Alice. Uh, somewhere between three hundred million years before us humans, or one day before us humans, depending on whether or not your source of evidence is the Bible. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I mentioned Spain, and they, they, there have been scenes in recent days, and I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think this is really helping, of people goading octopus, octopus people online and, uh, uh, by waving giant inflatable boiled potatoes at them and sprinkling paprika all over the place. So I, I think we're going to have to try to clamp down on that. That kind of or that said, a new survey is real that forty-seven percent of British people would rather have an octopus as prime minister than the current incumbent. Twenty-three um, percent of Americans believe octopuses are communists, and thirty-five percent of Americans think the entire octopus story is a fake, a hoax, a fake hoax, or a hoax fake, which are all slightly different, but in essence, they don't trust them. And just one big, big story coming out of um, of uh, which shows how you know octopus people. Uh, you know, we talk about you know trying to trying to integrate them into our society. I mean, this it often needs a, a lead from you know the celebrity community, of which I'm a, a proud uh, part and, and spokesperson. The Hollywood star uh, Jomothy B. Furlidge is rumored to have been on a date with an octopus person, um, which could be a landmark in octopus acceptance across the world. Um, Furlidge, of course, is the star of uh, numerous hit films, Rocky in Rome. Time-traveling boxing romp in which uh, which he played uh, the young and let's be honest, brutally combative Emperor Diocletian, Sheep Nado, <laughs> one of the more successful franchise spin-offs of recent times. Um, sequel three, follow-up frenzy. That's a great film. But hunky director Garth Streak's thrilling effort to both secure funding for another film, and we were very pretty but shy receptionist at the film studio, who ends up, of course, not only helping Streak get the film made but acting in it, winning an Oscar and marrying Streak. Now happily uh, shorn of her glasses and with way longer hair, a uh, disgrace. Described as Hollywood's most self-referential film ever. Well, particularly when it comes to the marrying streak. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there you go. And also, uh, he's uh, in the forthcoming Man Who Eats More Desks, the long-awaited sequel to the 2007 <laughs> hit. Well, thank you. Uh, that's all the time we have for your top story for today. And also, we do not have time for letters to the editor because it is the end of the show.
Thank you for listening to The Last Post today. We're here in your ears 366 days of this year and we'll be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. Big hello to our listeners in the other dimension with less than a week until the end of the year. If you haven't shared us with your friends and social media platforms, you're a coward without the courage of your convictions. Buy a f***ing T-shirt. Your guest today on the podcast was the magnificent Andrew Zaltzman. Andrew, have you got anything to plug? Uh, well, yes, in the run-up run to, to, to New Year, um, and in, in just just in case the, the worst happens, my entire TV career is being replayed on my Zoltz 24 channel between now and New Year. I speed it up 15 times to fit everything in, so it's a good chance to cla- <laughs> uh, catch classic series you don't see so much anymore, like Andy versus Albumen. <laughs> um, which uh, a, lot eggs, a lot of eggs did very badly in that series, uh, and of course the uh, multiple uh, series that began with Andy gets handy, probably my best uh, DIY series. Andy gets bandy, uh, terrific cowboy hats in that one. Andy gets dandy, I looked amazing in frilly shirts. Andy gets sandy, you might remember the tagline: Trans-Saharan trekking has never been so luxurious. So fortunately, that series was cancelled before the next instalment, which was uh, going to be at best legally problematic and at worst harrowingly explicit. <laughs> the Last Post is an Alice Fraser and the Bugle podcast production. I am Alice Fraser. Find me online at, at Alliterative on Twitter and Instagram. That's A-L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I-V-E. Or for a one-stop shop of all of my stand-up specials, podcasts, blogs, and my weekly Tea with Alice salons, sign up on patreon.com slash Alice Fraser for a behind-the-scenes look at my glamorous life. The executive producer for this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner. His sub-producer, Hench Thug, edit Sweet Factotum is the iron fist inside his velvet glove, the inimitable pet hunter. As we always say, good luck to you, Christopher, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.